0: In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voice representative prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS
2: Fantasy! Oh.
3: Step
4: Just jump,
2: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner
4: Cooper, and it's
2: time for TSS
4: Fantasy. And you just
5: jumped, that Boom. Yeah!
6: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah, that hammer is for what I think it's for. I'm going to turn your shit off right now. All right, let's start. We got a busy night tonight. We got the doc in the building. We got waiver wire ads to talk about. We got a big chance or chumps tonight. We're going in the trenches tonight for it with Chris Fox and Mike Roop. going to be an exciting night tonight. Let's get it started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera.
7: I don't think anybody's more excited for their introductions than the jester right now. I want to keep it short just because I want to get straight to this guy right here. He's got the big old hammer. He's going to lay it down. Oh, I wonder who's going to lay down on, bro. Uh, But anyways, yes, sir, it is uh, TSS Fantasy Tuesday night. You know what that means. That means we're giving you the best advice for your waiver wires. Why wait for us at the end? Because you're going to get the best stuff, man. You're going to put them in right afterwards, put in whatever fab you're going to put in, and you're going to get it. Um, But anyways, guys, we're going to be putting up our rankings on TSSFantasy.com later on this week, and you know... As always, we're gonna be delivering the good stuff for you guys to help set your lineups for Week Six.
6: Unlike these clowns, if you go to tssfantasy.com, the commission rankings is already. Yeah, our rankings. Me and How's injuries gonna right? affect those? Me and Freddie share. Apparently, that's <laughs> also welcome to the studio, Nick. You got Flandered macaronis.
4: Yes, hello and welcome. Uh, yeah, so the only thing I got tonight is uh, go Phillies. We took Game One. Of the NLDS, and I know Jason <laughs> don't care about baseball, but I don't care. We're I don't care about
2: that. No, <laughs> so
4: cares. I do. So if you're not, if your fancy season is not going so well right now, hey, never oh, fear. You. There's still plenty of season going, and we we got you set with our rankings, as Justin has alluded to. We got all the insider information, and please don't forget. Once again, go to tssfancy.com. Check out our, our merchandise. And while you're on the show, watch it on Belly Up, go to YouTube and click on subscribe.
6: That's it. Hit that subscribe, gu- subscribe button. We're giving away a CJ2K football. Oh, I almost forgot. Let's also welcome to the studio, Fred
4: DeJester Reyes.
6: <laughs> wow, he
4: got so excited He left. <laughs> oh, go I, I thought Bumble he was right gonna now, lay it, and suck it down
2: and he no, left. Listen, listen listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Follow me at TSS Jester on Twitter. Listen, guys, I am hyped up. I'm excited. America's team, the New York Jets play this match of the Dolphins this week. I am so happy. I yo listen, listen. It's been a long time since I've been happy camper with the Jets, so we three, we're three and 2 I'm okay, asking, Let's go! It. Hey, okay. relax. We beat Pittsburgh too. Listen, we're, well,
6: we're, shit. Everybody, everybody, everybody
7: beats Pittsburgh. Week
6: seventeen, week seventeen, we'll be here That's before no you know a friend, and we'll see what the score is. Oh yeah, man. we'll be in Miami to see that game. Ticket. You'll be sitting right next to me while I give you some noogies while
2: the final score. And and and, and just like Nick, uh, yes, what? Well, Yankees on right now. It's one one. Let's go Yankees!
6: All right, again, no one cares about baseball. Let's get things started again. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button. We're giving the CJ2K football away, so do it now. Get it over with. Why not? Mike also chiming in already, by the way. Let me just get this over with. America's team, LMAO, blah, blah, blah. Good job, Mike. Glad you got the time Uh, in tonight. Glad glad you got out of the house. All right. Also, don't forget visit tssfantasy.com. Like I said, my rankings are up. These clowns are late, as always. And don't forget go to underdog fantasy, use the promo code TSS. We're going to double your deposit up to $100 because we want you to get some money and get on some of the great contests we got going on. Nick, why do we do all these crazy things? Because we pretty much
4: do whatever we damn well feel like it, and nobody cares.
7: Wow. Wow. That's that's pretty good. But, Nick, you also missed this. It's because we're the fantasy show of the people. Yeah, that too.
2: The people. The, people. Fa-
6: the fantasy show of the people, Indeed. Forget what Fred has to say tonight, because we got the doc in. We want to hear what he has to say. Let's bring in the doc real quick. Yeah, and bring doc. in some of that big injury news. This Let's way. talk about Look, two in
2: Bridgewater. Let's not go. a
8: doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand.
6: Dr. Miller. Dr. Miller, welcome into the studio. With respect to you, I won't go off on Fred for that last comment. Welcome into the studio, my
9: friend. Thank you very much. Uh, as Freddie referenced, coming up tonight on the House Call, we'll talk about Bridgewater, Tua, and for good measure, Tyreek Hill as well.
6: All right. And by the way, before we begin, J3-7 would like to know, are we going to get updates on the baseball game <laughs> Throughout the show. So thank yes, you, Jay, yes we you. are. That's why they that's why Jay's a freak because they watch baseball. All right, Doc, who <laughs> we got this week on the big injury list on the house call. If,
9: right into it. Rashad Penny, uh season ending surgery to repair a broken fibula. That's the outer lower leg bone. There was initially some erroneous reporting on this saying it was a broken tibia, which is the larger of the two lower leg bones, but in fact that's been altered. It is a tibial injury right at the high ankle and a broken fibula. So either way, regardless of the semantics here, it's a broken leg, Rashad Penny's season, shut down.
6: All right, Kenny Walker, obviously, he's going to be, obviously, if he did not hold on to him already, going to be a big name we're going to talk about on the waiver wire. Who else we got, Doc?
9: Let's go to New England. Damian Harris exited week five's game after only four carries and did not return. So diagnosed with a hamstring injury, which has been a chronic condition for him over the past couple of years most notably he missed three games with this in 2019 at the moment we don't know the severity so we're going to wait and see what happens in Wednesday's injury report and in practice later this week I want to say be prepared don't expect it yet but be prepared for the chance he misses a couple of weeks again like he did in 2019 with this
6: all right well hopefully Ramondre Stevenson owners are ready to cash in this Patriots offense seems to go through the run so
9: it could be a good candidate for you uh, for an RB2 All right, Doc, what else we got? So America's team is in the news for all the wrong reasons right now. This is really unfortunate. So uh, Teddy Bridgewater was removed from Sunday's game after the first offensive play when he hit his head on the field. The newly amended concussion protocol now prohibits a player from returning to play if he shows any signs of ataxia, which is just a fancy way of saying impaired balance or coordination that could have been caused by damage to the brain or nerves. So even though Bridgewater passed his initial concussion test in the locker room, he was ruled out because of that independent head injury spotter saw him stumble after the play. Along with Tua, who incidentally is not going to be playing week six, Bridgewater remains in the concussion protocol. So really rough news right now out of Miami, which is worsened probably by Tyreek Hill. So he's currently day-to-day with a non-disclosed foot injury. Sounds like he got his foot stepped on it's had him in a walking boot for the last couple of days. Now, this isn't the long snapper's foot hurting. This is Tyree Hills, whose success is predicated on his speed. Furthermore, it's really tough to produce big days when you're catching balls from QB3 instead of QB1 and 2. So, Hills should play, but temper your expectations. He's not going for 42 points again in week number six.
6: All right, Doc, no offense, but what the fuck is so funny, Freddie? That's all I have to say right now. All right, go ahead,
9: Doc, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm done in Miami. So James Conner seems to be okay after a rib injury during the first half of last week's game. Expect him to be good to go. Darrell Williams staying in uh, Arizona also left Sunday's game. He left in the second half with an undisclosed knee injury. It is too soon at the moment to make any predictions for week number six, but good news is it doesn't appear to be be too serious. Um, but, you know, that said, if you pull that big week two out of the season, he's accounted for a total of three and a half fantasy points. So if this is a fantasy relevant show, let's throw Daryl Williams out right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll go, we'll go and take him out uh, of the waiver wire show for sure. All right. What else we got? So Baker Mayfield, we talk about him too much. Um, <laughs> he's going to be out for the foreseeable future with a high ankle sprain. It's not severe enough. I guess good news for Mayfield fans, all three of you, um, not severe enough to merit surgery. He's not going to the IR, so speculation is that he could return in under four games. But this is bad news for the Panthers' organizations for you know, a lot of reasons. Sam Darnold's not close to returning. Um, so my suggestion here, let's bring Cam Newton back for his third act in Carolina. Things can't get any worse for them right now.
6: Yeah, Baker's going to wake up feeling cut before too long. All right, who else we got?
9: So Chris Olive and Pat Friermuth, both in concussion protocol. And I want to just say that this week in particular, and probably the rest of the season, teams are not going to be rushing players through that protocol. So don't see either one of them um, unless they are flying through each stage. Don't see either one of them playing. Move on yeah. to Darren Waller. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Commissioner. No,
6: I just, I wanted to bring it up when you brought it up earlier, but Freddie got me distracted that the, the individual spotter thing has become a, uh, called into question too, because I didn't see any ataxia from um, Teddy Bridgewater at all, um, neither did the Dolphins, so it's very confusing why he wasn't allowed back in the game. Um, so it, this is an interesting point going forward in regards to, you know, I think they're taking it a little too far, where they're going to have to find this happy medium when it comes to brain injury. So my bad, Doc, who else we got?
9: Oh, to your point, you know, every correction is an overcorrection, we might be seeing that right now because that footage with Tua was so dramatic. And I think the public, including non-football fans, want to see some type of response from the NFL. And this might just be a temporary overcorrection there. And we might see something improve and the spotters might be a little less conservative uh, in subsequent weeks or seasons, potentially. Uh, Moving on to Darren Waller, he made a brief, excuse me, a brief appearance on Monday night, but exited early with a hamstring strain. Good news for the Raiders. They've got a well-timed bye coming up. So I expect Waller back in week number seven. And then we'll close out the show tonight with Dak Prescott. So we we'll talked about him in a few weeks. He broke his thumb in week number one. The original timeline was a six to, eight week before, six to eight weeks off before returning. This coming weekend, we'll put Dak Prescott one day shy of five weeks since the thumb surgery. Now, a lot of news coming out this week that he's expected to throw in practice Wednesday. But I've also heard the organization wants him to have a full week of practice before returning to action. So it makes him a good possibility for week seven. But don't expect Dak to return to the field this weekend.
6: You might say that since Cooper started, he might be feeling rushed. Just saying. All right. Let's see what I did there. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Doc, thank you so much for coming in tonight. Once again, lots of good information. We'll see you again next week. Appreciate you. Take care, John. Right, we're going to bring in our special guests now, Chris Fox in my group. and Mike Roop. Hey, listen, it's time to talk waiver wire.
8: What's going on, guys?
5: What is hey, what's going, going on? on?
6: What's going on, Chris and Mike? We appreciate you coming in. First, we'll just start with Mike. Welcome into the studio, brother.
5: Uh, Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to it. And I was really enjoying all the stuff that I've been hearing so far. And the one that I tuned in before, it's looking good.
6: All right. Yeah, we appreciate it. This is going to be an exciting night. You guys are both from different shows, but have paired up for a um, show together called The Trenches, which I happen to be on as well which has been a lot of fun. You guys have really been putting us through the trenches. Um, Speaking of the grand micster right here, let's welcome into the studio, Chris Fox. Welcome in, my friend.
8: I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, we actually do Yards After the Catch together. We were live just before we came on here. um, And that's where we met. And then we did formulate the trenches so we're actually co-hosts and then we both have our own thing so you're actually getting a civil war if you will, uh, brother versus brother, we serve together in the military, we serve together uh, in the behind the scenes in the trenches so here we go, it's blood in the water I mean, th- there's no holds barred on this one
6: Man, we've been sitting here, we've been doing this show for how long I didn't even know none of this, this is really cool,
8: I didn't know all that Like,
5: I well, Thank you for that. your service, gentlemen yeah. uh, Well, Thank you
8: so much, you. appreciate that
5: I didn't even have time to stress poo, I'm so worried now Chris has got me all riled up. Stress <laughs> poo. Is that a new term? It's it's a new, term. You coin a new term? It's a, it's a new one. Up. I have a shirt made up but you can't read it. <laughs> well,
6: listen, <laughs> fellas, it's time to line up for some PT cuz it's champs or chumps night. We're going to get you guys squared up. Um let's get it on.
9: Uh,
4: let's get ready to rumble.
6: Thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but yeah, I'm like oh, yeah, I've done that. Symptoms in full force. Like And only because Caleb looked like he's in grandma's kitchen, I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb for just right now. Hey man,
0: just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason that's
10: Me. not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs>
8: As many times as I've seen it, it never gets old. I love it. Every
4: time I see that in, that intro, and I see Greg's mouth just drop, like, it has me
6: rolling. I actually, I cut you off in that segment actually because you're you're you got your finger over. your are about yeah. the same <laughs> I'm used to it. Uh, you know, that's yeah. the part I actually look at the most. All of right, tonight it, it, oh, it's, it's champs or chumps night. Round one. Mike, we're going to start with you first. Aww. We're going to start with quarterbacks.
5: Give us your argument for your QB pickup of the week. I thought we were going Chris first. I thought, you know, we we're going age before beauty, but he has me beaten both. And so I guess, you know, I guess I'll go first. Um, My QB is Kenny Pickett. Now, they were changing the rules in college for this guy and probably around the league. Everybody's like trying to that little fake slide. Can't do that anymore. He's going to be your pickup this week, better than anything that Chris is going to give you, I'm sure. Uh, he's He threw 52 times. That's going to get you some volume. You want that, especially with uh, all the games coming up with Tampa Bay, Miami, Philly. He's going to have to throw the ball out. There's going to be some teams that are going to be scoring. You want somebody like that on your team. Volume is key. Uh, news, stats, analytics, matrices, numbers, numbers, numbers. I can give it all to you, but that's all I got for you. Kenny Pickett.
6: Numbers, 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 math, math, math. Yeah, it sounds like sure. a lot of, what would they say, stress poo, as they poo, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, you have a fan of the Armchair of Athletics, Aurora uh, Roop uh, has, oh, that must be Mrs. Roop, congratulations. Mrs. she's watching the show. Yeah, she is watching, up. reaching out. She is a fan, glad to see you as well. All right, no pressure now. We're going to go to Chris, round one. Give us your argument for your QB1 pickup of the week.
8: Before we get started, I need to know, do we need to update the baseball scores?
1: Hi, I'm Maria.
10: And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team ready. Ready.
1: Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready.
10: It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible.
1: Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather.
10: Be ready for anything go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.
3: To <laughs> uh, yes,
4: it is two-one, uh, Evil Empire, uh, because uh, Gonzalez Billy Buckner the ball out in the outfield. Let me get my pillow. Okay. I hope you're not yeah. a judge
6: because
8: hey, Camish, hey, no can you toss the pillow um, my way too? Yeah. Uh, so look, I love to all the baseball fans out there. Everybody's got to like it. Some someone has to like that sport. Um, geno smith was my pick and i am already at a disadvantage because i know who he's gonna pick but i am definitely taking geno smith on this one he is the guy that you are going to want to stream for a few weeks look he's qb number seven six before last night Mahomes moved up qb number seven and he's available in over 66 percent of leagues i don't know how the seventh quarterback in the league is still available in over 66 uh, percent of the leagues but there it is so if like you're wondering who to pick. You really shouldn't be over the last three weeks. He's gotten 20 points in those last three weeks. He's had three top 10 finishes uh, in the last three weeks, two 300 yard games, 75 over a 75% completion rate. No one else is even close. He's number one. By a long shot. Only two interceptions. The guy protects the ball. Who else has two interceptions? Hurts, Herbert, Mahomes. Brady only has one. I mean, the guy is up there with the elite players. 8.3 yards on attempt. Um, I mean, I don't know what else I got to say to convince you uh, other than Arizona twice in the next four weeks, the Chargers after Arizona, and the New York Giants. I mean, this guy is just prime. He's set up. Uh, to put more numbers on your board. If you're looking to pick up a quarterback, super flex. This guy should already be on your roster. Uh, Gino Smith is the guy you're going to want to get.
6: My mind's telling me no, but my Gino is telling me yes. That guy has been money all season long, and I know I, I doubt him too. And you're exactly right. I'm in a, quite a few leagues, and I was shocked to see him available in quite a, many of them. Nick it's round 1
4: who gets it. Okay, uh Mr. Armchair Alpha, what is what is your first name? That's Chris. Chris Boxer. Chris. Okay, I'm sorry. I had missed that. Uh I actually have him in my Dynasty League and he he won me my game last week. Um even though Chris your your background is visually offensive to me. Like like you have no idea how visually offensive it is. Uh you did bring the stats. I can't deny that fact. Uh, Chris, you were going to get round one, and, and all that Buckeyes can get the buck out of here because it's awful. Oh, um, can
5: we go ahead and uh, just make the one thing clear? If I knew we were able to pick up players that are already on other teams, that would be uh, great because Gino is not available in any of the leagues that I play in, and that juvenile league that he plays in where Geno is available, good for you, Chris. You just keep up the good work there, champ.
8: All righty. I'll I'll take the W there. He he wants the round by (laughs) default,
6: apparently. All right, let's go to round two then. Let's get it started right away, Chris. Give us your RB pickup of the week.
8: Oh, man, RBs. I'm fighting an uphill battle because I'm just going to expose the secret. He's already taken Walker. I let him pick first, and Walker's definitely the one everybody's going to be looking at. I'm not going to argue that fact, but here's the thing with Walker. Everybody in your league is trying to grab Walker this week. Only one of you is going to get him. Someone doesn't have the fab. Someone doesn't have the waiver position. So where else are you going to go? We're already in week five. We do have bye weeks coming up. So you're looking to stream a running back. You're not really looking to replace anybody right now. So I'm trying to give somebody a value, somebody who's available in at least 50% of your leagues. You're going to see that for all my players. They're going to be right around 50% availability so that you can actually pick them up. I'm going with Tevin Coleman. Some people are going to, Slink and surprise—he's available like ninety-nine point nine percent of leagues right now. That's the actual stat. That's not even exaggeration. However, when we're talking about streaming, okay, twenty-three yards on the ground, but forty-four yards to the air. Especially if you are in a PPR league, two touchdowns. This is in one game, okay. Thirty percent share of the carries. You want the volume, as Rube says, thirty-seven percent is a nice volume to have, and it's going to go up because of the injuries, 10% target share currently after this week's performance, look for that to go up 43% target rate. Not only is he out there, not only is he running the, the routes he is the quarterback. Jimmy G is looking his way. The two touchdowns show you that, uh, right off the bat, uh, his 43% target rate is higher than Connor. It's higher than Robinson. It's higher than Najee. It's higher than Henry. It's higher than Dylan. It's uh, higher than Jones and throw on the next game. They've got Atlanta next. Uh, they've got Casey after that in the Rams. So if you're looking to stream somebody and you can't get your hands on Walker, grab Tevin Coleman, because he's going to get you a cup, uh, a couple weeks of usage.
6: All right. Tevin Coleman, the big now, are, are, are you gonna do
5: him dirty tonight? Are you gonna do him dirty with Kenneth I, I'm, Walker tonight? Not doing him dirty. I'm. 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 i from behind right now. So, I mean, that's fine. You know, Tevin Coleman getting that 10 percent share that he's talking about. That 10 percent is three catches for 44 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, you got to watch that. I said volume is key. You're, you're playing from behind at this point. Uh, Kenneth Walker back there at Michigan State had over 1700 yards and 19 touchdowns. They this ain't the college. Yeah, they gave him the rock last night, and guess what? He got that touchdown. So don't worry about it. Rashad Penny's out. Walker is in. Walker's going to be your guy. Coleman is not the guy. And, yeah, if you drafted correctly, you do have the fab money. You can pick him up, unlike Chris over there probably spent on his fab already. So it's all right. I'll get Kenneth Walker. You can sit on the bench.
4: All right, Nick. What you got for round two? Hey, even, uh, Roop, I'll tell you what. Um, even, though, even though you're um, – your, your mug there, your, your Oklahoma mug is equally offensive to me visually. Uh, you have, you're right, you're right on track. Oh, and he's got a man bun too. Okay, great. That's awesome. Okay. So, uh, we, I'm going to give it to you just because of the fact that now Kenneth Walker is a starter. So, uh, he's, he's not splitting too much time. I mean, he, he may split with DJ Dallas, but he's not going to be splitting as much time as, um, Wilson is with, um, Coleman. So I'm going to go with Roop. There it is. Roop. Yeah. Walker,
8: Walker's definitely the pick to look at this week for sure. Yeah.
6: Roop. There it is for round two. Mike had another comment, wanted to say, what league is Walker still available to WSFL? Mike, I'm going to tell you like what I told you when you were on our podcast, no one cares about your own personal league. All right, let's go <laughs> on to round three. Roop. There it is. You will start this one. Give us your wide receiver pickup of the week.
5: I'm going to go ahead and let Chris steal this one. That's fine. But I'm going with Khalil Shakir. He has five targets for 75 yards and a touchdown. If you want to be a part of Josh Allen's offense, this is the guy you want to be. He's a rookie. He's fast. He's quick. And he's going to get you those points that you need at the end of the day. Anytime you can be with Josh Allen, just remember, he's going to just be not getting that double coverage single coverage every single time look for him in these bye weeks when you need him
6: yeah Isaiah McKenzie having issues in and out of the lineup so uh, could be end up number three in that high-powered offense
5: all right Chris who do you have for
6: or for your wide receiver pickup of the week
8: Yeah, I don't mind Shakira. He's on that high-powered offense, but he's got too much competition uh, between Diggs and Gabe Davis and McKenzie, uh, and and I just don't see the volume there. Uh, Even in the bye weeks, I went with Jacoby Myers, available in 44%, not quite 50, 44% of the leagues. He's definitely still out there uh, and available for you. Look, um, the guy's got 95% route runs uh, per dropback, and that's, you know, this week coming off the injury you know he's normally a hundred percent guy 21 of the target share this week but here's the interesting stat 21 this week coming off the injury before he got injured 29.7 good enough for eighth in the league i'll take an eighth uh, a number eight wide receiver on my team any day um people below him Thielen, Pittman, boyd uh Gabe Davis is below him on the target share target rate of 38%. That's good enough for fifth in the NFL, uh, before the injury. Um, you know, he's better than everybody on his target share rate, except lamb Williams and Cobb. And of course, Cobb was a London game thing. So he's number three at the target, uh, at the target rate percentage. Um, I mean, he's second in air yards, 57% share, two deep targets, still puts him at ninth overall. His week back, he gets 101 air yards. That's good enough for the top 30 in the NFL, and that's the week back. And here's the icing on the cake. He's got Cleveland, Chicago, and the Jets coming up. I mean, you can't ask for anything else. He's already putting up numbers for you before the injury now he's back clearly ready to go clearly a target and it doesn't matter who the quarterback is he's still getting his percentages Jacoby Myers is going to be someone you want to look at this week
6: ready for a fun Jacoby Myers stat he has caught 74% of his targets that's insane Insane. what you got for round three
4: uh well I think there there goes I think Roop already already gave us our sign that uh Chris is the winner for round 3 because uh you know how do you go against not having a starter on on your roster uh, and on the waiver wire i mean he's getting 95% share of the passes you have to especially with the situation with uh Shakur is in you don't know if he's going to start this week you don't know if he's going to play what what percentage i uh, Yada, yada, yada. Chris wins round three. Yada,
6: yada, yada. Math, math, math. All right. Well, it's 2 1, Chris. Let's go to round four. Chris, you're up. Give us your tight end pickup of the week.
8: All right. So we all know who the hot name is on the tight end list this week. That's going to be Taysom Hill. Boomer Bust. Boomer Bust. uh, You don't know when he's going to show up and when he's not. So let me show you someone who's got at least as much upside as Taysom Hill. And I'll tell you why Greg Dolchitz, who's Greg Dolchitz. Well, he is a rookie out of Denver and why is his name uh, even coming up? He's had a hamstring injury for the first five weeks was put on IR. He's coming off IR and expected to be activated for this game against the Chargers. Uh, they've tried three tight ends already their their main tight end old AO up there 6 for 11 zero touchdowns 50 yards uh Sauber Seven for 13, 83 yards, one touchdown. Tomlinson, they even tried to throw in there. He's a bust. He got two targets, 42%. I mean, we know Russell's going to look towards the tight end. Russell's already got Sutton. As bad as Russell is playing, Sutton is still wide receiver 11. Um, Judy's hanging in there at 43. Expect his numbers to rise as Wilson figures it out. But one of the things that's going to help in that passing game is having a reliable tight end. The rookies are coming out, especially at the tight end. Uh, Uh, They've been playing well this year and expect it to happen again. Greg Dolchich in Denver. Pick him up.
6: All right. I like it. That's a a dark horse to say the least. All right, Rupe, who you got for your tight end pickup this week?
5: Well, obviously I got Taysom Hill this week. Um, He's got five touchdowns in the first couple of games. Uh, He's coming into the game. You know he's running the ball. You know that's the play. And he still has over 200 yards. That's somebody you want in your lineup. And the injuries in the quarterback room and Dalton not really doing well, at any given time, your tight end can move up to that quarterback-type volume. And you are going to love the fact that you're going to have two quarterbacks in your lineup just on a little flyer week Any any given time. Sure, it'll be hit and miss, but you don't worry about it. He's going to come into the game, all these injuries, all these problems, tight end. That's definitely going to be somebody over there in Denver where the volume is just not there.
6: Big Taysom Hill, the plug-in, plug Yes, Justin,
7: what do you have, sir? Taysom Hill has one target, one reception, and two yards. He is the best tight end out there. (laughs)
10: Yes,
6: (laughs)
4: slam dunk it on the way
6: in. Nick, who's got round four? (laughs)
4: Uh, Yeah, to go on the Taysom Hill thing, I I was looking at that today. Even though he's only had 39 snaps the whole season, not one game, the whole season, when he shows up, he shows up big. He is hit or miss, but I'd rather take him than rookie tight end because as recent history has stated, rookie tight ends don't do anything unless your name is Kyle Pitts, and we see what he's doing today. So I'm going to go with Roop. There it is. Roop, From there around, it is. Round four.
6: Ties it up in round
8: four. Unbelievable
6: how this You can't beat
8: Taysom Hill, he's a, not he's a quarterback and a tight end. It is, a fan. it is definitely the look this week. It's definitely who I would look for too. If he's quarterback, running back, he's tight not. end, he's yeah. that Guy does everything. I
5: love the stats, Justin. That was
6: great. I have seen <laughs> him. <laughs> I have seen him. At crazy enough, in other leagues, available. How crazy of that is that? Yeah. All was right, scared let's, me too. let's go. Let's go. The defense round five. Let's finish it up. See who pulls it out tonight. Rupe will start with you. Give us your streaming D
5: this week. <laughs> Okay, you know, the Carolina Panthers, you never heard of them, and I get it. All the coaches are getting fired, and and offense and defense, and everybody's out, right? Everybody's out of the house. Why would I want to pick them? Well, because they're going against the Chargers, right? Or, excuse me, the Los Angeles Rams. And the Rams have given up seven interceptions and 21 sacks. Seven and 21. That's automatic points this week. If you've got, if you got if going on a buy, it's okay. Take the Carolina Panthers. Don't listen to Chris over there where he's going to go with New England, okay? New England's not available in any of the leagues. Stop cheating, Chris. <laughs> that sounds like someone
6: else I know on this show. All right, Chris, give us your picks for this week, or give us your streaming D this week.
8: Well, he's absolutely right. I'm definitely going to New England because New England is actually available in 67% of the league. 67. That's more than Geno Smith is available. Uh, they're the 11th best defense in the NFL right now. But what's more important is they are eighth in sacks. They're tied for fifth in interceptions. They're first in defensive touchdowns, and they are seventh in fantasy points overall. That's top 10 defense all the way around. Uh, They're tied third for forced fumbles and uh, fumble recoveries. I mean, these guys are doing everything a defense is supposed to do. They're in the top 10. They're 67% available. Oh, and let's get to the best part, because if you're going to stream a defense, you probably want to stream them against teams like Cleveland, Chicago, and the Jets, all their next three. This is a team, this is a defense that you can get some value out of uh, over the next three games. Top 10 numbers. They can be on my roster any day. New England defense—that's your winner.
6: All right, Nick. Who pulls it out tonight? Are we taking the easy road or the high road tonight? That's the big question.
4: Oh, I don't know what road it is. I mean, uh, it definitely no damn tobacco road. I'll t- tell you that much. So, uh, Root, you're gonna be—you're gonna be crying the Carolina Blues because I'm gonna because I am gonna be giving it to Chris. And thank you. Urban BXB for that little tidbit on the bottom. Yes, the Panthers just did get their S whipped by Jimmy G at home. Oh, they, that's
5: they sure did, but they're actually the only one available in any professional leagues, <laughs> unlike <the> one <North laughs> Chris Fair so. point.
6: Fair point. He's going down swing in. However, Chris is our winner tonight. Congratulations. Man. <laughs>
8: Thank and you, guys. Appreciate tonight. that.
6: And for tonight, Mike, my friend, we have our annual loser award for you.
2: So you get nothing. You lose.
5: Good day, sir. I mean, that beat goes hard, so I'm all right with that.
3: That's it. You
6: got <laughs> it. Absolutely. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys coming in tonight. Um, now, again, I know you guys co-host the same thing. So, Mike, well, maybe we'll start with you, maybe plug one, and then I'll have Chris plug the other. So, please, tell everyone where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great stuff.
5: Uh, you can follow me at Root, there it is, at Mister Football Today on Twitter. Uh, follow Yards After the Catch, because that's where we go and give the fantasy football advice. Um, You know, we might be playing second fiddle to you guys. You guys are putting up some killer content, Uh, but you know what? We're all family, so let's keep it running. Chris, go ahead.
8: Yeah, uh, you can find all our stuff on on all the socials, the Facebooks, the Twitters, and all that. You see at Armchair Alpha if you want to get a hold of us. Uh, If you want to really see something that's different, though, um, TSS Fantasy will bring you your value, and they are fantastic and unique. Add on to that. put another portion on your plate and go check out the trenches, the armchair athletics on YouTube, the trenches, 12 teams, one winner, $5,000 prize, but this is not an ordinary league. Commish can tell you, uh, It's not just draft them and set your lineup. We got game breakers. We, we switch things up on them every single week, players going back in the waiver pool. We were talking about on yards after the catch. We are thought we've spent, I don't know how long talking about the game breaker this week, as we do every week, trying to figure it out uh, together, how to beat it, how to play it. And that's what we do every week. It's absolute chaos. It's absolute insanity. It's nothing you've ever seen before. Um, And I say that humbly because it's so much more than we ever could have hoped. Go to the armchair athletics, Check out the episodes of The Trenches. See your own Commissioner Cooper try to take down the competition for the five grand. Uh, our humblest thank yous. And uh, we appreciate you having us on the show.
6: Well, we appreciate thank you, so you being here. I unfortunately lost this week. You know, I don't think the gamer actually helped me, but it still wasn't enough for me to get <laughs> in it. Uh, but, you know, hey, three three and two representing TSS well, so I'm not not making anything crazy, at least.
8: Uh, you but made the, up uh, a lot of ground on a 40-point deficit, and I think you still came within nine, so that was uh, pretty respectable, I think.
6: Came in close. You know, like you said, I should have chose a, another player. But when he's talking about game breakers, what is he what referring to, if you're not aware of that? Like, they're different things that they do every week. Like, you know, this week it was I would – Uh, put a player on my opponent's roster for 21 points. I'd set them for straight 21 points, and then he would do that on my roster. So then, But if they did it, they picked the same person on their roster, it would double their points, not just give them 21. So it was a lot of stress and strategy involved um, and a lot of different things like that every week. So make sure you go check it out. Unlike anything I've ever done, and it's a lot of fun. So just make sure you go subscribe. And have a good time with that. Also, I nobody nobody is well, donating. Two and sorry. one.
4: Nobody. Say again.
5: Is it is it still two to one on the baseball score? Just want to make sure. Oh God, I was. It is four to one. one. Evil oh,
4: Empire. Anthony Rizzo oh. just hit a two run bomb. Oh, this my is why you. Let's
5: go Yankees, baby!
4: Oh my God! Hold on. We See, have this is the little extra edge that TSS gives you. We have some technical difficulties.
6: All right, so listen, we appreciate you guys coming on. Make sure you go check out the trenches; all their great material. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh, we're gonna, we'll bring you guys in later on in the year because that was a lot of fun. Before we, before we head, before while we send you guys out, actually, we have to make a little stop on Mister Mallard's Sophistication Station. Thank you guys so much for coming in.
8: Thanks. Thank Thanks you. for having us, guys.
11: Cool. Welcome to another stop on Sophistication Station. This feels like the week where the waiver wire is going to be filled with action. And if you're in an auction uh, waiver league, the fabs are going to be drained. Mostly on Kenneth Walker, it feels like. And look, I don't blame him. Kenneth Walker is really set uh, to take over that Seattle backfield with the Rashad Penny injury. And he's already showing his capabilities. So I do see Kenneth Walker being a good use of fab and your waiver uh, order. But some other guys that are on this list for me this week for waiver wires is Eno Benjamin. We've gotten to see James Connor once again return to being banged up pretty consistently, missing some time even within games. Eno Benjamin has been stepping up in his place and is, even has a role in the red zone, uh, even when Connor is playing. So Eno Benjamin at 6.8% owned right now could be a nice stash for you, uh, for these upcoming bye weeks. Then Alec Pierce, surprisingly, only 8.6% owned in ESPN leagues right now. He has three straight games over five targets and 60 yards. Alec Pierce is the clear number two, albeit in an offense that is being thrown uh, run by Matt Ryan. But Alec Pierce, the clear number two in Indy. Uh, definitely worthy of a waiver wire pickup. And then speaking of other wide receivers, Jamison Williams, 22.2% owned uh for the Lions. He is going to be coming back from his ACL injury as soon as uh week seven after the the teams buy in week six. So Jameson Williams uh should be someone you're looking at to at least take a shot on and see how well he can jump back in if he's still explosive. And then last but not least, Jarvis Landry, 46.5% owned. This is a little bit more of a reach he might not be available but uh, both him and Michael Thomas should be returning from injury. Chris Olave is now out on concussion protocol, so Jarvis Landry should see at least a short-term bump in that offense. Catch us next week, every Tuesday, for Sophistication Station.
6: Listen, at the end of the year, I'm going to have a vote on who looks most proper as Sophisticated, because Rex Burkhead and Alex Pierce both look like the, the Monopoly guy. And I don't know if you saw Jarvis Landry, but man, that fitted him so well in that outfit. So we're gonna we're gonna do that for the end of the year. There's some pretty funny looking uh, uh, graphics as I pull them up. All right. So anyway, we're gonna talk about our own waiver wire pickups. Let's hit it.
4: Did it go? Any music. <laughs> it
0: <didn't> go. <laughs>
6: I don't know if it's the fat fingers tonight or something. Justin, give us your waiver wire pickups this week. Uh,
7: Quarterback, Mac Jones is at 25% ownership in sleeper. Uh, Mac Jones is dealing with a high ankle sprain right now. But um, as our guest alluded to, his upcoming um, schedule looks very juicy. Browns, Bears, Jets, Colts. Uh, I think he'll be back very soon. And then we've got the little piccadillo of a guy that's going to be also somebody I want to pick up. Tyquan Thornton coming back. Deep threat. Mac Jones is top 10 in deep ball attempts and deep ball percentage, which means every time he's throwing the deep ball, he's hitting it just about 50% of the time. Uh, love that. And I love those two pairing. Uh, also, Mr. Mallard's sophistication station took Eno Benjamin because he took, like, five different freaking people. Um, <laughs> but I love Eno you know, after last week. He pulled a top 24 uh, RB finish out of a second half. Like, come on. Like, get this guy some more touches. Daryl Williams maybe going out to a knee injury could alleviate that, get him a little more touches. And then, as he alluded to, James Conner just stays injured. He just never gets healthy. He just stays injured. Um, and then for my tight end, I'm going to go with Evan Ingram, 10 targets last week, tight end seven finish. He has two tight end 12 finishes this year. Um, Christian Kirk also only caught one pass for 11 yards. So maybe he becomes kind of like that dark horse kind of safety valve type of guy. And then I'm going to also reiterate what Chris said, the Pats on defense, Browns, Bears, Jets, Colts. That's all I'm going to say. Bill Belichick is a mastermind when it comes to scheming stuff up. He shut out the best offense in the game last week as far as scoring goes at least. I think he could easily do his work against the Browns, Bears, Jets, and Colts.
6: Browns, Bears, Jets, oh my. All right, Nick, what say you my friend?
4: All right. So, this week, um it's it was slim. All right. Uh, so (laughs) Wait till he sees next week. (laughs) Yeah, right? So uh, Justin brought up Jones. I got another Jones for you, believe it or or not. I am going to go with Daniel Jones this week because he is – he's he's averaging 17 points per game. He's only rostered 13% across ESPN leagues. Uh, He's projected to score 18 points this week. And, uh, he's got a 22% boom projected by ESPN and he's playing the Ravens and the, and the Ravens are ranked 31st. They're 20 and they give up 23 points per game to the quarterback and they give, give it up nine passing TDs all season. Now, um, you know, there's, you know, there is an old great, great song and it's called, uh, American pie. And it goes. I drove my Chevy to the levee, and the le- levee was dry. Well, this well, this dry le- levee is the running back pool uh, across week six. So we're gonna oh, go. That joke. Oh yeah. Well, it, it it gets dry and tough, my friend. Um, so we're gonna go with with an old old running back. We're gonna bring out Latavius Murray in that in that murky Broncos defense. Now he he's averaging twelve points a game. Granted, it was only one game, and uh, I'm going to say pick him up, and I'm going to use my reverence on this. Um, he is 11% rostered, but the Colts are 20th uh, against against the uh, running backs, and they're 23 points per game. You don't know what you're going to get out of Mike Boone. You you probably figure uh, Gordon's going to fumble three times this week, so uh, Murray just might fall in the end zone. Um Again, it was already, he was already mentioned before this, this rookie is on fire. We're going to go with Alec Pierce out of, out of Indianapolis. Even though he's, he's averaging 5.6 per game, uh, he's only 8% rostered, but out of 114, uh, pass snaps this season, Pierce has, has
0: registered, uh, thir-
4: 45% while while lining up in the 93% in in the slots. So, he is uh, a prime target of Matt Ryan and he's going up against the Jags now now the Jags do have a, a pretty stout uh, pass defense record right the 7th, but Michael Pittman hasn't really been been Michael Pittman this year and he's has uh, built up a nice rapport with Matt Ryan. Uh Noah Fant, not a fan favorite of mine, but he is going up against Arizona, who is dead last. Well, uh, second to dead last. The uh, 31st in the league to tight end, and they're giving up 19.5 points per game. And uh, believe it or not, uh, the defense I'm going to pick this week, I uh, hate to say it, is the New York Jets. Uh, why are they going pick, to pick the Jets? Well, they're 16th overall. Okay, so they're right in the middle of the pack there, but... But, but, but they came off the signature win against the all I know they were injured Dolphins and now they're going up against a wounded Green Bay Packers. So uh, I would say right now the Packers have really no, no one to throw to their strength is their running game. Uh, they can't block a, a nosebleed right now. Uh, we saw the Giants take care of them on the, on the last two plays of the game. So, I'm going to say pick up the Jets in a stunning victory in Green Bay. This guy is crazy. That's all I have to say. By the way, the professor shouted uh, Justin out.
6: He likes his um, Benjamin pickup, so appreciate you chiming in, Kevin. Also, Mike wanna chime in. Danny dimes is the truth. Good matchup this week too against the Ravens. So look out for Mr. Well, have David you I
4: seen think. what defenses are left available?
6: Okay. Anyway, let's go. I mean, but the I I don't know, come on. You're in right. oh Jesus.
2: You're hey, just Lord. a hater.
6: Let's go, Fred. Who do you got? And I better not say the Jets. You team.
2: you are like the most this guy right here knows what he's talking about on defense. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but uh <laughs> My quarterback I picked was Wentz. Um, a lot of people hate Wentz, but if they really look deep, um, when he has a favorable matchup, he does perform. He played Jacksonville, Detroit, Tennessee, all at least 25 points. So he's going against Chicago. Nuff said he should get it again. I'm not going to talk much about Kenneth Walker because everybody's talked about him already. Uh, I do agree with Jacoby Myers after missing two games. He has seven catches, 111 yards, a touchdown to eight targets against Detroit, so. Yeah, pick him up, Jacoby Myers. My tight end, I pick Evan Ingram. When he is featured, he does perform. I mean, I guess Houston, he had 11 targets, 69 yards. Colts, eight targets. So now they're playing in another division game. So, I would definitely give them a shot. Last but not least, I picked the the lowly Washington Commanders defense. Chicago's just not impressive, man. They're just not good on offense. So, I I think the Commanders are getting some points over there. Like I said all all year, they run the ball, they don't pass very well. So, I'll definitely start the Washington Commanders.
6: Kevin, I'm not going to say it again. We're not talking baseball on this freaking show. Hey, hey, man, it's bringing it in. All right, we're going to play a little game, and you know what's cool is that our guests actually are still backstage. I still see them back there. Hey, if you guys are going to sit here and hang out, we're going to bring you in, because we're going to play a little game right now. We're just going to bring you guys in to play it. We're going to play Who Would You Rather for week six.
3: Okay, here's a shout-out of a cannon. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think
6: we're done here. All right, let's get it on. You guys are sitting back there chilling, like, hey, you know what? If you guys are here, let's play. Let's play the game with
5: us. Why? We're not, not
8: going to miss that TSS knowledge that you guys are dropping. <laughs> I mean, we are fan. We have show, but we are fantasy players too, and uh, we know the quality well, that comes out of this program. We're not missing that.
6: If you're in the, you're on the wrong show if you're looking for knowledge.
4: All right, let's go on. We're gonna talk. Yeah, it's quick. like going to a Trump rally. <laughs> <laughs>
6: All right, stop it, Nick. We're not talking politics on the show either. All right, let's go to who would you rather this week. Um, Justin, we'll start with you. We're going to start right at the tippy top for you because I had a question about who would you want at number one this week. Do you go Josh Allen at KC, Lamar Jackson at the Giants, Mahomes versus Buffalo, or maybe even someone else, Kyler Murray versus Seattle? Who you got? Oof,
7: Jesus Christ <laughs> If you have those kind of options, <laughs> like why what, what are we doing here? <laughs> well,
6: I'm, just, I'm asking who is number one. All right. If you want, go ahead and give me out of those four, give me your order and how you grade those guys.
7: This yeah, yeah. List. So uh I'll go with Josh Allen. Um I'll probably go with Josh Allen. Actually, you know what? I'll go the the order you had it. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and then Kyler Murray um josh allen just absolutely nuclear um as you saw last week when he has three options he is just absolutely insane um and kansas city i think that their defense is good but i don't think that their defense is great patrick mahomes on the other hand he's going to have to be dealing with a great offense or a great defense and you know it's going to probably be a lot of back and forth kind of like the raider game but it'll probably go into the 40s instead of stay at the 30-29 30-29 games, so yeah, I'm going to go with Josh Allen in this one
6: Alright, well, we're going that's the consensus number one this week, that's why I was just kind of curious where your head was at Um, Also, maybe a decent play this week for number one, Tom Brady at Pittsburgh, another decent play for sure. Nick, let's go to you for this next one, who would you rather, Geno Smith versus Arizona or Kirk
4: Cousins
6: at Miami? <laughs>
4: I go Geno Smith to set up. Uh, he's he's not a setup. It's it's he's a sixth ranked quarterback. Uh, Miami is a a uh, wounded animal right now, so they're going to do everything that they can to to stand him. And they have a they have a good defense. So I would have met especially down down in the heat right now. No, I would I take Geno Smith plus that Arizona's got a weak defense. You can pass on them all day. We just saw Philly do it last week.
6: Freddie, let's go to you for this next one. And yes, that's right. I set you up Aaron Rodgers versus the Jets or Trevor Lawrence versus the Saints. (laughs) Are
4: you dick?
2: (laughs) Wow. I should have got the Miami one. (laughs) Ah, Let's see. Aaron Rodgers versus the Jets, Trevor Lawrence versus the Saints. Jesus. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers versus the Jets. We're going to go back and forth. He's going to score obviously because he's Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, everybody scored on us except for Miami, so... (laughs) So so I'm definitely going to take Aaron Rodgers because he's still the man. He's still the greatest quarterback. We're going up to Lambeau Field. If we win, I hope it's by like a little field goal something because we can't match him arm for arm. It's not going to happen.
6: I like how you brought that back around, Fred. Good job. I I appreciate (laughs) good
2: humor. All right, Chris,
6: let's go to you for this next one. We're going to go either Jimmy Garoppolo at Atlanta or – Matthew Safford versus Carolina.
8: Uh, Boy, that's a hard one because both of them are set up pretty well uh, against the defenses, and they're going to be playing from the front. Uh, Even still, so I mean, that makes you look at the backfield, and so I got to go with Jimmy G. They've got Debo Samuels. Um, They're doing just fine using their committee approach at running back, and, of course, Jimmy G can sling it. Uh, during the re- regular season. I, I know what he did against Carolina, and so that gives you an argument for Stafford to do the same thing, and he probably will, but um I really – I like Jimmy G. I like he's playing in the zone right now, honestly. And when you have a weapon like Debo Samuel uh, to work with, I climb in the ladder for that touchdown. I mean, these guys want to play for Jimmy G., and he's more than happy to accommodate. Uh, I think the scores could be close from a fantasy aspect at the at at the end of the day, but um, I'm I'm going to give Jimmy G. and the San Francisco Forty ers the edge in this one.
5: I noticed how you were scared of the Carolina defense. That's good. <laughs>
8: <laughs> well, so, somebody made a good argument, so I. Uh, yeah,
5: I must... I'm still. I'm a little bitter about a bad sexual episode I just had with Chris and Nick over there, uh, tag teaming me on that little. Um, you know those players aren't available in the league that we play in, Chris. Oh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I don't know what the kind of kind of shows you're on there, buddy. But right. I ain't tag
4: teaming nobody. I mean, last no. week,
2: last week, I'm Nick happily married. married. It right calls him like you seen him.
5: Three, Three players are game. not available.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: wow. He, someone's got bitter beer faith.
5: Bitter,
6: yeah. bitter. Uh, He is he a, a, a Sooners a, fan.
5: Come on. You gotta give uh, me a chance. that's okay, though too. Well, that,
6: All right, okay. Mike, it's your turn on this one. Who would you rather this week give me either? Let's see here. Let's go Carson Wentz at Chicago or Russell Wilson at the Chargers. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, flip a coin. I'm going to have to go Wentz just because he throws the ball a hell of a lot more and it seems like he's getting a lot more volume and Wilson just hasn't figured it out yet over there in Denver. So it didn't matter who he's playing, even though Chicago's pretty good, I'm going to have to go Wentz for sure.
6: All right. I like it either way. Let's go now to the running back position. Justin, I made it a little too easy for you last time. You didn't like that. So let's go down the barrel a little bit. Give me who would you rather out of these two give me, Defi- Devin Singletary at KC or do you like AJ Dillon
7: versus the Jets? Damn. That one's a, that one's a little bit of a difficult one, huh? Um, you know, I'll complain, still go AJ complain, Dillon.
6: Complain, complain. It's too easy. It's too hard. Freaking Goldilocks
7: over here. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. Uh, AJ Dillon for sure in this one. Um. At some point, he's got to get right, and they know he's got to get right, and it seems like this could be the game. No offense, Freddie, but they're going to be trying to run that ball, and you know, last week it didn't work for him. Last week they stopped running the ball, and they started putting more pressure on Aaron Rodgers, and he collapsed. So this week I think they get back to it. They focus up. They run in the ball, and I think that Dylan could be the guy that leads the charge on that one.
6: All right, Nick. What say you for this one? J.K. Dobbins at the Giants or Melvin Gordon at the Chargers?
4: Melvin Gordon. J- J.K. Dobbins sucks. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't believe in J- J.K. Dobbins. Uh, he he could have the entire field empty and and he'll still trip over the the twenty yard line. I'm taking Melvin Gordon.
6: What? Okay. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs>
4: what? Dobbins sucks. Oh. he's not daniel jones <laughs> no daniel jones <laughs> runs 75 yards and and trips
0: yeah all
6: right let's go to fred on this one you <laughs> want Miami? well i'm gonna give it to you raheem mostert uh versus the vikings or cam Akers versus carolina oh easy
2: not too easy i'm gonna go mostert uh I seen him running really hard last week. Well, I guess the Jets, he had over 100 yards, and we were packing the box. So, I'm definitely going to go with Mostert. Uh, Carolina's pretty still decent on defense. So, yeah. yeah.
6: Mostert running hard, and he definitely liked the way he looks. Hopefully, he will stay healthy throughout the year. Yes, All right, Chris, you're up. Let's go. Tony Pollard at the Eagles or... Ooh, I, I want to hit you with that or <laughs> ooh, like, oh, toughie. Let's go. Travis ETN. Bring at it. The Colts.
8: Uh, yeah, for this one. I mean, I know the Jaguars offense is sputtering and they're trying to figure it out, but I'm not, I, I get it. It's a division matchup. And so you, you you're going to get a different game than you would just an out, uh, outer division opponent playing the Eagles. Obviously, you're not touching the Eagles, but even in this case, I'm still not touching, uh, trying to go up against the Eagles. I'm going to take ETN in this one. The, even though they're trying to figure things out, they're still doing a lot of good things. ETN has put a couple of games together and this is a team that's trying to find an identity. They're trying to prove that they belong. And so you're going to at least get the effort every game out of them. It's definitely not always going to work, but in this situation, Philly is just on a roll and, uh, you know, they're the only ones who can stand in their own way, regardless of uh future hall of famer undefeated quarterback for a career Cooper rush. Uh, That's if Cooper plays, this might be where he finally get, picks up his loss. Uh, even with Pollard running the ball, I'm taking ETN on this one.
6: All right, Mike, let's go to you for this last one on the running backs. Are we going Brees hall at green Bay, or you want to go Miles Sanders versus Dallas?
5: I don't like either of those at all, but I'm going to go Miles Sanders. Uh, I'm just going to go winging it on that one. Uh, Going there with Dallas. I know they got a great defense, but it's mostly interceptions, right? So let's hope that Sanders uh, pulls it off. And uh, go ahead, Jalen Hurts, you just uh, hand that ball off. Don't run it in, buddy.
6: Yeah, her, <laughs> her he's dad. always taking all
5: of them. He takes all of them.
6: He does. He. Do, we've talked about that many times on this show. He certainly does eat them up. Justin, all right, for you, my friend, receivers, let's start off. Let's go either Mike Williams versus the Broncos or Christian Kirk versus the Colts.
7: Damn. All right, so this is where the Patrick Sertain thing comes in. Because if Keenan Allen is there, Patrick Sertain takes Keenan Allen, and then Mike Williams becomes a play. But if he's not, then it is Christian Kirk. Because Patrick Surtain is the truth. I don't know if you guys have been seeing him defend. Oh, my God. Like last week, Michael Pittman. The reason Alec Pierce had a great day is because Michael Pittman couldn't even get open. So, you know, I'm going to go off of we're probably not going to see Keenan Allen again this week. So I'm going to go with Christian Kirk this week against the Colts.
6: All right, I like that. All right, Nick, for you, sir. How about Tyler Lockett versus Arizona or Terry McLaurin
9: at Chicago?
4: Hmm. You said Lockett and McLaurin. Um uh, Wow. Uh I would go I would go McLaurin just because uh Seattle has an eighth ranked uh pass defense. Versus Chicago's, which is way down the bottom of the list. And, uh, I would, and like, um, I believe it was Chris or Mike said it earlier, uh, Mike said it earlier, uh, we, we got a much higher volume with, uh, Wentz throwing the ball versus what, um, Smith will do. So I'm gonna take Terry McLaurin. Plus that he's the only receiver, healthy receiver that, that they have right now.
6: True indeed. Uh, Fred, for you, how about, would you rather, Curtis Samuel at Chicago? I went to that same matchup again. My bad. Or Devonta Smith versus Dallas?
2: Curtis Samuel versus Chicago. Damn. They got nobody to throw over there. Yeah, I'm going the other way. I'm going Devonta Smith versus Dallas. I mean, Carolina, Carolina stinks right now. I mean, they are terribly offensively. So, yeah, I have to go with Devonta Smith. There's no way. Hopefully Do you have the right teams?
6: Hopefully we'll have a big, big play, a uh, big Sunday night game between uh, the Cowboys and Eagles. So we're hoping
7: to see a big it, – It's Devonta, not Devonta.
6: Oh, right. yeah, Devonta. Yeah, yeah.
7: So Devonta Smith. He, he was thinking about the Raiders. Devonta. Oh, my bad. Sorry. But that's Adams too. Oh, he's going to be suspended, so, so, so yeah.
4: he's out. You think so? Even though he, he apologized, I don't think he should be su- suspended. But yeah, I mean Max
5: Hollins is going to be available.
6: Yeah, mac Actually, yeah, that makes him a huge play for sure. You saw, That'd but although I know you saw that one target he had early. Like I mean, he had a bomb and he just. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> I just, I oh, just, come on. Was, Max yeah, Hollins exactly. had one
4: big game this season. But, but that's to show you
6: how, how on point. By the way, we didn't talk about how on point Carr was on last night. Like he was, he was dropping Ooh. dimes last night. Carr was balling. It it's. It really sucks that uh, Renfro and Adams ran into each other because I got a feeling they would have connected on that thing. Um, so, yeah. That I think so, been, too. That a-
8: was, Adams was about to take take that for a big one.
6: Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go on, Chris, for you. How about T. Higgins didn't show up at all last week at New Orleans or Garrett Wilson at Green Bay?
8: Oh, brother. <laughs> well i mean normally you're going to take the green bay matchup, but but uh, with that receiver i mean I, I i get it but um i don't really want to go against new orleans but you know what i mean new orleans has been exposed t higgins it's going to be the injury so t higgins only plays 10, 10 snaps this week uh because he re-aggravated an ankle injury and ankles they can definitely nag you ask cmc ask um jt you know th- if he's not feeling a hundred percent it's a good chance he sits down again and you don't get a lot of production so healthy versus healthy, I'm taking higgins uh but you're gonna have to watch that injury report and you may be forced the other way on that one
6: absolutely all right here's a fun one for you, Mike Gabe Davis at k c or Hollywood Brown versus or at Seattle. <laughs>
5: I'm going to go Hollywood Brown. Uh, He's getting a lot of volume. I still like him. Even though the Cardinals seem to be struggling a lot, he's still giving you that even floor right there. He's got that ceiling still available, and he really hasn't struck out and given you that big, fat zero. So I I like Hollywood.
3: Hollywood
6: Brown. All right. Don't forget, by the way, I didn't mention earlier, bye weeks this week, Lions, Texans, Raiders, Titans. So make sure – You are up to date, and I will tell you guys, as you have watched the show, I've always said I don't ever pay attention to bye weeks. Well, I would start paying attention now because I went through, man, on week seven on one of my leagues, I got like almost everybody out, so you better start looking, start strategizing. I've already, even the guy playing week seven, I already hit him up to see if I can get his backup quarterback. Yeah, I don't think he even realizes it. All right, so let's go on to the now. (laughs) <laughs> if he's, if he's, I doubt he's watching Let's go to the tight end position Real quick, there's not a lot of them So I don't need to go big round table We'll have our guest in, we'll go to you guys uh, Mike, we'll start with you Give me who would you rather, David Njoku Versus uh, the Patriots Or Gerald Everett versus Denver Two tough matchups
5: You know what, I had Njoku uh, A little while back And I kind of was liking what they're doing over there and Njoku seems like he's kind of like the uh, the guy that's going to get you those points. Not Nothing flashy, but it's kind of a safe floor. I'm really worried about the running situation in Cleveland because that might take a little away from it. But that makes them stack the box and lets him get open. So that's what I'm hoping for on that one.
6: All right, I like that. Chris, how about Evan Ingram at the Colts, or would you do – Tyler Higby versus Carolina.
8: Oh, man. Anything against Carolina is really good. Higby, you know, I, I was, when you first started, I was definitely going to say anything against the Colts is money too, because they're definitely struggling. But it, with Carolina, and it, it's not just to get back at Roop. I just think Carolina is, is in a lot of trouble right now. Lost the coaching staff. They're going to be running around crazy. Like Jimmy G just took him to task uh, and Higby's catching balls. I mean, they're using him. They're looking his way, especially if Higgins is out again. Um, that's definitely somewhere you want to look. So uh, I'm, I'm going Higby uh, on that one all day.
6: All right, let's go to our nail biting expert. I mean, defensive expert, Fred, let's go to the defense here. Um, who would you rather? <laughs> Packers <laughs> versus the Jets or <laughs> the Ravens
7: at the Giants?
2: Man, think Damn, that stinks, man. That really stinks, Twice. Jay. Twice. Come on, listen, bro. <laughs> I, you
6: come out with a hammer, I come out with something bigger. All right.
2: <laughs> Ravens versus the Giants, and I really like the Giants, and then the Packers versus the Jets. God. I don't know who to pick, man. I, my analysis. All right, so listen, I think both New York teams are going to win this week, so let's start with that. But, so, yes, I said it, Jay. Stop doubting me already. So <sighs> All
10: right, let's.
6: Pick one and go. Let's go. Try to wrap it up. We're already nine minutes. All right, left. all
2: right, all right, all right, all right, right, all right. I'm gonna pick the Giants. I ain't gonna pick the Jets. Um, <laughs> the, the Giants are playing the Ravens. Uh, right.
6: So you're picking the Ravens. Is who you're picking? Yeah, I'm gonna pick the okay. Ravens. All right, we're moving on. Nick. Who yeah. Would you
2: this
6: week, who would you rather this week, my friend? I'll make this tough on you. Buffalo Bills
4: at KC, or would you go Cowboys at Eagles? Oh man, I uh, I go Bills. Uh, I don't think that the I don't think that the uh, KC offense can can sustain um, what they're going through. They don't have a whole lot of good good receiving core. We have seen that Juju has been un, unreliable. MVS is on good. Good for PIs. Uh yeah, it's it's a crap show over there on on offense. And then Hilaire is almost worthless at this this point. All right,
6: Justin. Let's close it out with you, my friend. Maybe some streaming options this week. How about the Jaguars at the Colts or even the Bengals at New Orleans? Who would you rather? Sweet.
7: All right. Finish it out. I'll go with the Jaguars at the Colts. I think the Jaguars will show why they're a top team on the defense, uh, one of the top teams as far as pressures go. So I think they'll get to Matt Ryan, no problem, just like the Denver off defense did last week.
6: Nice, good stuff. I wrote down some fun stats today. Thought I'd share with them with you. Fifty-eight is the number DK Metcalf has never posted more than fifty-eight yards against the Cardinals. So that was something. And what else is another fun number? 10 is the number. Darnell Mooney, as the amount of receptions he has, he leads the team uh, for the Bears, and that makes him 127th. Wow, that offense is putrid. There are three teams in the league this year. Justin
4: Fields, get me out of here.
6: There are three teams this year that have given up one receiving touchdown, to receivers. I'll give anybody a bonus if they can name one or two of
4: them. I'm, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that one more time, please? Sure.
6: Three teams have given up one receiving touchdown to a receiver. There's only three of them.
4: Can English. you name them? 49ers. Wrong. Justin?
7: Uh,
5: Chris, stop looking. I'm not Cowboys. looking. <laughs> Cowboys. Cowboys.
2: Cowboys.
6: Cowboys. Oh. Incorrect. Fred, what say you? Buffalo. Buffalo, incorrect. What say you, Chris? Can our guests get it?
8: New England.
6: <laughs> New England is also incorrect. Wow, we're really shooting Watch me, be the thing. Bears. Mike, can yeah. you finish it <laughs> out here?
4: <laughs> Watch me, the Dolphins. No,
2: it's going to be the Eagles. It's no, it's definitely not the Dolphins. <laughs>
4: it's
6: not, it's not, yeah, we are definitely not them. Um the Texans, Bengals, and Broncos are all teams that are only given up one receiving touchdown to receivers. So watch out for those D's this week. Um, yep. And that's pretty much all I got. All right. Listen, we appreciate you guys joining us this week. It was a fun waiver wire show. Mike and Chris made it a lot of fun. Appreciate you guys joining us. Tomorrow night's our big game Wednesday. We're going to cover Cowboys, Eagles. What? Game, big game.
5: What that's the mean, big what? game?
6: Yeah, that's – where Where have you been at? You ain't been Hello. in our text
2: Wait, wait, wait. That's bigger than the Bills Chiefs? We've had the Bills two times That's not already. bigger. It's bigger, than the, oh, go go bigger than the Jets and Packers?
4: Oh, yeah. anything's bigger than the Jets and Packers. That <laughs> was the production Yeah,
2: Hear
6: you the were the Jets-Packers, bro. Like You got no room to talk at all. All right, guys, listen, we appreciate you guys. Come back for Big Game Wednesday. We're going to have lots of fun tomorrow night. Talk about some early starts and sits as well. Hopefully these guys will get their rankings up. Hit subscribe. We appreciate you, and we
8: are out. The Jets are winning. Let him have one. We are on a a a mission. We are on a mission.
3: Yeah, we're
0: on a mission, a mission oh,
2: oh, Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs>